Hi, everybody. Hello. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Hello. To another Cracker Classics. Yay. The show where we watch movies we don't know much about from the olden times. Sometimes. Well, sometimes we know a lot, but Google is often consulted. We're going way back again. It's been a while since we've done something silent. We needed a palate cleanser after last <laughs> week. So I figured no dialogue, period. Uh oh, well, that's Be a um... safe way to go. <laughs> In theory, I buy that. Um, we still have this issue of you know a man pursuing a woman. Well, but I, I hope it's assume would be better. It's a tale as old as time. Um. <laughs> yeah, we're watching City Lights. Chaplin. Woo. We needed more Chaplin. You know. Yeah, it's been a bit. It is the tramp falls in love with a blind woman and like. Tries to get her to see again, or... I have no idea. Becomes her eyes. I've, I don't know. I've never seen this. I haven't either. And it could either. be kind of squicky. It could be. depending on how we go about the whole, you're blind, <laughs> you're different angle. Or it could be a lovely piece of representation. Yes. Because the knows? kid wasn't bad. No, the kid it was did, solid. It did a good job of portraying... Yep that side of life and being an orphan and down on your luck and having someone support you and take care of you. Yep. And I think it did a decent job of that. So in theory, there'll be more support in taking <laughs> care of this poor woman who can't see. Yes. My knee-jerk reaction is the city lights, it's, it's a metaphor. Um. You still can't see them, but, <laughs> but some light just... has been shown in your life. I will describe them to you. Which is a legit thing to do. Yeah. You know. Have you ever tried to describe something you see without using visual terms, though? No, I don't think I ever have. It's hard. I imagine. It's really hard. <laughs> but that would be a, forgive the term, an eye-opening experience <laughs> yeah. of just kind of stepping in their shoes and going through life without visual cues. Yeah. We might get some of that in here. I don't know. And we're not getting audio cues. It's kind of weird that it's a silent movie all about a blind woman. Yeah, we're knocking out two of the five major senses right there. In different ways, though. Yeah. Because we could still see. Well, that's true. We're just not going to hear what's going on. We're going to have nice piano. <laughs> we'll be able to read. Yes. Which is a privilege of being able to see. And then there's Braille. Yeah, just because you're blind doesn't mean you know Braille. That's true, too, but Braille does exist. You can read if you're blind. Yes, you have just that option, absolutely. Not off the TV. But it is a, an assumption <laughs> that a lot of seeing people make that you're blind, so you know Braille. That's true. It's a neoliberal side effect. <laughs> We're accommodating you, I think. <laughs> No, no, here's the solution. There are steps to take for you to access yes. the solution that we are not going to consider or provide. We have made an effort but... to meet us halfway. <laughs> or probably more, I don't know. We're in 10%. You do the other 90 or we will consider you to be uh, insolent. Hey, look, we thought about you, kind of. Ah, yay. Anyway, shall we? Yeah, let's get started and see... What we see. 
<laughs> we'll be back with some intermission impressions. And peony. Hooray. Title cards. <coughs> no whistle? No, sorry. I can't. <laughs> I have not had an unfortunate party accident. <laughs> That scene proves why whistles are the size that they are these days. Yes. Harder to swallow. <laughs> Just like corners of intersections have a bunch of stuff around them now so that you don't drive cars over. don't make their turn on the sidewalk anymore. <laughs> they stay on the road most times. Oh, lordy. This is a delightful little film. Oh, God, it is. Apparently I've seen it before. I don't remember anything what's happened, but as it's happening, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember this. Oh, yeah, I remember this. But I couldn't tell you when I saw it, where, why. It's all right. With who. Anything. I definitely have not seen this. <laughs> so this is just a first time joy, pretty much. Uh, it is a delight. Mr. Chaplin is a master of physical comedy. This is peak Chaplin right here. This is... Gorgeous. From the word go. Yeah. Everything with that statue in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> and then immediately followed by the friggin' coal elevator. And... Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fantastic. I, I loved how in the beginning, the first two people, they were quacking and squeaking. Yes. <laughs> at least according to the subtitles. It was like a Peanuts thing. Well, it was a politician and one of those... Um, Heads of the ladies' society. Some dowager of some Do sort, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, I wanted that to continue. <laughs> I just don't know who else would be... Quacking? Yeah. I don't think we have any more quackers. Because it's not like it's a class thing, because we've had other rich people, and they're not quacking or squeaking. No, it's a speech thing. Politicians quack. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> it's a whole lot of noise and bluster about absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. It's just so true. <laughs> yeah, clearly I was talking out of my ass in our intro because we're not having the blind girl see anything yet. We're well, actually starting to deceive her. That's one thing I kind of do remember. I think... There's like an operation or something to fix her eyes, and she pay and he like gets her in for it using his new friend's money. He's or got his rich friend now. Who, yeah, when he's yeah. drunk, will do whatever for the tram. Yeah, but when he's sober, completely forgets that he knows him at all. Mm -hmm. Like it's sort of a legit thing, um, especially a guy like that. Yeah, he's clearly true. built up his life. For the sake of appearances yep. and whatnot. And now his wife has left him. He did try to kill himself. Yes. Which... Twice. Which was quite the thing to see in the early 30s on screen. No, I was about but, right for the early 30s. We hadn't hit code yet. There was well, a I lot suppose. more on screen that we didn't... Uh, th there's a reason they implemented the code. Well, you're right. <laughs> yeah. A lot of whiny bitch parents complained. Um, this is too real. Kind of like nowadays. I came to the movies to not want to kill myself. Well, <laughs> I definitely don't want to kill myself after watching this. It's hilarious. But doesn't that make this more relatable? <laughs> Even the rich guy yeah. wants to kill himself, just like you. <laughs> yes. 
who knew? Suicidal ideation crossed class lines. Right? <laughs> but there is a bit of, you know, reality to that. Yeah. And his you know, his life has sort of fallen apart. And, and you know, there's definitely a lot of us when we get drunk. There's bits of our true nature that will come out. <laughs> and I believe this guy that he's a bit jovial and that class lines and stuff doesn't matter to him. Yeah. If you've been good to me, like saving my life, yeah. you're a friend and I will be good to you. It's just unfortunate that when the sober dawn appears that you have to go back to that. See, I think he legit just didn't recognize him when he was sober. That could be too. That that, that was my takeaway. Um I could be wrong. I don't know. This is one of those comedies that feels like it touches on deeper things, serious oh, yeah. stuff in a lighthearted fashion. So it could be either or. I could be totally reading into it too much because I'm searching for a meaning that is kind of being applied <laughs> is in here. Yes. Or it's just part of that comic value of the movie. Yeah. We'll see if it happens again. Because pretty much every gag in here yeah. happens twice. At least twice. Yeah, at least twice. I and mean... it's, it works. It works so well. Yeah. <laughs> Even getting pulled into the water twice. Three times, wasn't it? No, any other time it was almost. And then he like grabbed uh, him. And one time he moved away from the pier. And okay. But then like the cigar lighting. He that did his cigar times. once. Yeah, yeah. And then he did it again. He was going to do it a third time, and then it whacked him in the mouth. Oh, yeah, the it, it, rich dude's cigar flipped around, and he got mm -hmm. hit with the cherry instead of the butt. Yeah, yeah. And the chair stealing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So funny. There's a lot of misunderstanding sort of comedy. Yeah. In a quick-fire way. Yep. And the sort of misunderstanding... That makes complete sense, considering the level of inebriation. Oh, yes. It's almost an excuse. No, I'm not stupid. I'm just drunk. <laughs> well, I mean, that was the excuse for how long? Well, <laughs> there's some truth to it. Uh... I've gotten pretty stupid while drunk. Yeah. Sometimes comically, sometimes not, you know. Yeah... Just like the rich guy, he was getting stupid while drunk and trying to kill himself. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of an interesting drunk. He has these waves where he's very boisterous and fun and yay, party. Yep. And then crash. My life is a mess. My wife took her baggage, yet yep. still left me with some baggage. Does remind me, though. Uh, uh, wasn't much piano. No. It's mostly strings and horns. Yeah. The only piano came when he face planted onto it. And that wasn't much. It nah. was just. Yeah. Blong. Yep. <laughs> this is a post talky silent film. Yes. And I kind of like how Chaplin has gone about making a silent movie still relevant in the Age of Sound. I mean, yeah. we do have some sound. You know, we have the whistle yeah, and the quacking yeah. and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and then. Just changes with the music. Yeah, and he's got it, um, uh, the, as the title card said, this is a film in pantomime. Mm -hmm. But it does seem like he was taking advantage of the new technology that yes. allowed for sound in film, just not using it for talking. Mm -hmm. 
Um, Mainly comedic effects. Yeah. Like with spaghetti. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And the whistle. Yeah. I I wanted some sound effect while he was eating the streamer, thinking it was a piece of spaghetti, but I don't know what that would have, what sound you could have used for that. No, that that was... Because the slide whistle with all the rest of the spaghetti wouldn't have fit. Good stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, this film is a delight, but I have two problems so far. Of course you do. They're so far rather minor. Yes. Though one of them would kind of, like, when it was happening, like, whoa. Uh, what did I call it? The Dance of the Strangled Woman? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the, that's a legit dance, though. Like, Is it? I think so. Ugh. I've seen it before. Yeesh. Um, it's, it's actually, I, I thought it was, I mean, obviously the subject matter is grim, it was not but comfortable. It's a lovely dance. Um, <laughs> it was very expressive. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you want to get into what the tango is all about, too? Like, there's... Dance has told some stories, man. At least in a tango, <laughs> everything feels consensual. Does it? Does most? it really? Well, I mean, How many tangos have you seen? Well, not like, a ton, <laughs> but I'm sure I've only seen the clean for television tangos. Just, I mean, if, if all you know is 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 the uh, Adams family, like, yeah, they're 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 clearly consent, but uh-huh. that is not always the case when the tangos <laughs> okay, performed. Like, there's because it's all about the back and forth, the pursuit, the the winning over, the continued advances mm. in spite of opposition. Um, okay. Yeah, no, then tango's a thing. <laughs> Beautiful. Love it. All but right. it's very <laughs> questionable. I guess it's just more poetically done. Because <laughs> there was <laughs> there is just such a brusque nature with Grabbing her by the neck and pulling her down to the floor. Well, I mean, there's a difference between a sonnet and slam poetry. Fair enough. But like, <laughs> I mean, it told the story it was wanting to tell. I did. Um, and it was beautiful. Like, the, it was as well like, done the way that it had it quite was, an effect on me. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I can understand that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought it was gorgeous. It was very well done, but it and still it... evoked a response in me. Oh, absolutely. It evoked a response in the tramp as well. Yeah. <laughs> Got him into some trouble there. Mm-hmm. He did not realize it was a performance. Our tramp in here is much more honorable than in earlier versions, I feel. Uh, seems to be, yeah. He seems to have a lot more of a unconditional care for everyone. In most cases. I, I mean, gonna... he did swipe the cigar from the other tramp <laughs> and climb back into his buddy's was really hilarious. nice car. He follows the guy with the cigar in the Rolls Royce until he drops the cigar, then jumps out of the Rolls Royce, pushes the other tramp out of the way to steal the cigar, and then and jumps just back stares in. at him as he goes back to the car. <laughs> uh, terrible. He has his selfish moments in here, of course, like we all do. Oh, you yeah. Know. My other problem, and this is, I think, a bigger deal story-wise. Yeah. He is making this blind girl think that he's rich, and that's bugging me. A little bit, yeah. First it was, 
sort of a meet cute. And he was smitten right away. And then she was kind of like, are you still here? Go away. And then he decided to show off a little bit with his newfound opportunity. Yeah. He seized that chance while his buddy was still drunk and just giving money away. He almost took the whole wad of money. Yeah. He went back a third time and was, oh, he put it away. Okay, I'll, 10 bucks is fine. But he, he did end up giving all the money to the girl, though. Mm-hmm. Like, he took money twice, and but all that money that he took ended up going to the girl. Yeah. So. It's just a thing that's uh, plot affecting. Because now she is smitten, as we saw yeah. when she got home and was telling Grandma, oh, he took me home in his nice car. Oh, he must be rich. Yeah, but it's more than that. She did say that. Yes. But there's still going to be that material disappointment. That's what happens in many relationships. You uh, <laughs> you start out with some lies and impressing, you know, you build things up as to how you really are. And then, then the chase is over because you hooked him in on these false pretenses. And now, now what happens? This is why I'm single. To each. I, I, I don't own. front. There's no front. Mm-hmm. She sees what you get. But since I'm not fronting and I'm competing with all these other guys that are fronting, it's I can't compete because mm-hmm. I'm not full of shit. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Oh, well. Not where you'll find the right person who is full of shit. <laughs> believes you and, and not hooks being me full in. of shit and hooks you in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Drags me down underground. Uh, um. <laughs> no, wait, that was last week. Sorry. Uh. Palette cleanser. Uh, supposed to cleanse their palate. I want to fight the painted robot. Um. <laughs> Sorry. In overalls. Yes. The straw hat. Uh, wait, did he have a straw hat? E- I don't I remember. Th- I think so, yeah. I'm trying to block that from my mind. Yes. Um, let, 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 let's... Uh, Return to the movie at hand. Yes. Here it's a rather innocent love, <laughs> but there is some deception that is being planted. We'll be back with our curtain call. And, and um, flowers. So many flowers. See if they rot or bloom. That was sweet. It was wonderful. It was really delightful. <laughs> I, I, I take back... What I'd said about deception and yeah, and I was right. He does help her see again. Yes, it's not metaphorical or yeah, 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 anything. Literally, there's a doctor in Vienna operating on blind people to get them to see again. Yep, and thanks to deceiving a millionaire, which we need to uh, do more of. He didn't really deceive a millionaire. <sighs> he befriended a millionaire. Somehow. While drunk. He was able and... <laughs> to coax an inebriated millionaire without really trying all that much. No, no. It was, he explained the situation and the guy was like, eh, is a thousand bucks enough? <laughs> right. <laughs> and then he gave, gave all of it to her, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. He was going to keep like ten bucks or whatever and... In the last second, he's like, yeah, no, here, here, you can have it all. He's rent. Here's the operation. Yep. I'll be back. Except I won't be back for a while because I've been arrested for stealing money from a millionaire. 
even though I didn't steal it. He gave it to me. Yeah, he he's a, he's a much. There's a lot of integrity to him in this. Oh yeah, like completely selfless. Yep. Like even right at the very end. Yeah. He was like, I, I don't want you to know it was me. Yeah. I'm. I know. I'm. I'm walking away. No, I, I don't want your flower. No. Uh, yep. <laughs> and only when she's like, no, take it. Let me put it in your hand. Wait a minute. And feel I, your hand. I know this hand. Yep. Yep. That was so sweet. Yeah. And we just uh, end it there, which was yeah. just perfect. Yep. Yep. I do wanted to see the, the trial for landing him in prison. <laughs> There's no trial. But there should have been, because his defense would have been, get that man drunk. <laughs> and you will see. He knows me. <laughs> but is he aware that that's the precipitating factor? Maybe not. Like, I don't, because he still tries to say hi when he's sober, and the guy's got no idea, and he, he just seems confused, so. Yeah. I don't think he figured out that it's just when the guy's drunk. And the fact that the, the burglars knocked him out, and he was drunk and knew him yeah. when he no got knocked out, and then once he comes to, he's stone sober and doesn't recognize him. Yeah, that was a little weird. It's a little convenient, more than anything, for yeah, the yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was almost like a an amnesia thing. There's that bit of, I don't remember where it's from, but you get hit in the head and you suddenly remember, and then a second later you get hit in the head again and you forget it. Oh, yeah, yeah, And it's yeah. a sequence like that. Um, I don't remember what it's from. This might even be the start of it. I could be. Because I wonder well about be. swallowing the whistle that came from here. Yep. I think it was Buster Keaton that invented the banana peel slippage, if I remember right. Yes. Well, it may have been Harold Lloyd. Maybe. I don't remember, but it was a Chaplin. Yeah. It's not in here. He actually eats a banana. <laughs> After <laughs> stealing it, it in his butt. Um, Just down the back of his pants <laughs> with some grapes. We can read into that if we want. A banana and some grapes. Well, there, <laughs> there was a lot of uncomfortable flirtation in this movie between men. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Some of it on the case of the millionaire being drunk. Yep. And that was not, I, mean, I wasn't reading into that. No, he that was drunk. Yeah, and yeah. It, some guys are just like that when drunk. And it's in your best interest to not read into it. Yes. <laughs> it's just uh, inebriated affection and that's okay. Yep. But then the boxing match. <laughs> I don't know what he was trying to do with that if that's not flirting i don't know what is well the guy sure thought it was flirting just and... why he dropped his pants behind that curtain <laughs> to be fair i don't know what flirting i i can't recognize flirting anyway but uh well, yeah, it's... that was that, was, that was flirting that was flirting <laughs> it, it was enough that i could tell <laughs> <laughs> i I think what he was trying to do was be friendly in a comrade sort of buddy-buddy sort of way to be like, hey, how about we go easy on each other and we split it 50-50? That, that was not buddy-buddy. I think that was his intention and it just came across as, yeah. <laughs> as, hey, what are you doing after this? He was batting those eyelashes and... I wonder what else you can knock out. <laughs> 
you know those fists are more good for more than just hitting. Um, <laughs> it's not just the gloves that are soft. <laughs> oh, Lordy. That match was a lot of fun. Yes. <laughs> Especially that last round. Yeah. <laughs> he got some good shots in. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was going to win. I... I could have sworn he put the horseshoe in his glove, but... Oh. No, because yeah. when the, the guy who was, yeah. had all the good luck stuff was knocked yeah. out, he was he threw it across the room practically. Yeah, yeah. Even tried to wipe the good luck off of him with a towel. <laughs> <laughs> but when he first picked it up, I could have sworn I was like, oh, if I remember right, he puts the horseshoe in his glove. And that, no, that must be from something else. Mm-hmm. In uh, in hindsight, I'm glad that's how that went down. Yeah. That it was another, I tried and I tried pretty hard yeah. to get away to make this money, and it just didn't happen. Yeah. The way that this movie goes, that's a much more satisfying way to get to our very satisfying ending. Yes. Instead of a rom com yeah. ending of, oh, it all worked out for me in the end. Well, it did all work out for it. It did, but it was not as formulaic as we're yeah, used to. Yeah, it wasn't as, like, what's the word? It wasn't as deus ex machina but it was deus ex machina is it? Like, it wasn't... Kind of. Millionaire suddenly comes back that night. Yeah. There was some deus ex machina-ish. I mean, there wasn't God. It doesn't have to be God. That's just where it comes from. Right. And then something magical occurs, like... Pursued by a bear. <laughs> that's exit. Um... That's true, that's not entrance. <laughs> but it led to more hardship on his part that gave us that more oomph and... of a selfless well, everything about him. If he'd just gotten the money for the rent... The story wouldn't have ended the way it did. He oh, had to give her thousand dollars. Yeah, because yeah. she had to be enough for her eyes too. It had to be enough for the rent, for her eyes, and for her to open a flower shop. Which, yeah, that was insinuated. The rest yeah. of the money, she actually got a storefront. Yep. But maybe that's just how it worked out once she was able to see. Maybe you know. I don't know. I think if that they're part talking, didn't if they're talking about rent being twenty two dollars, I'm pretty sure <laughs> that. Like and that's overdue rent. So like a trip to Vienna is maybe a couple hundred bucks, few hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. So she's still got a couple few hundred bucks left over, which is enough to start your own proper business instead of selling from a basket on the corner of the street. Like gets you started with a storefront and inventory and hired help. Yeah. Cause it was her grandma and Another shop girl, so... I can yeah. afford to pay people to do stuff for me. <laughs> That's the dream, right? Oh, yeah, it's a tramp's dream. Anytime he was in the millionaire's house, he'd just put his feet up and just let wait for things to come to him. Because <laughs> that's that lifestyle. I didn't really, though. There are definitely times. Yeah. But... And, and that privilege of being able to wave something away that you don't want. Yes. So he did that at one point. <laughs> And he seemed to take great joy in that of, mm, no, yep. I would not like that. There is a side of him of, take what I can get, like fruit and yeah, and then stuff. But then here was this girl, and I will 
take for her. And it yeah. still came across as selfless, because in the end, he was not trying to impress her to conquest her. Yeah. It was, you need this, and I have found a way to help you get what you need yep. so that life can be better for you. Okay, it uh, made life a little worse for me, but that happens sometimes. Self-sacrifice. Mm-hmm. The, the, the thorny squickiness of self-sacrifice. Yep. It's a right thing to do, but not always the wisest thing to do. Depends <laughs> on the situation, and that's all that I can tell you on that. I have the wisdom to know when self-sacrifice is not appropriate. Well, I have theories on that. But yeah, it's all squicky. Yep. This is in the days before Nixon. <laughs> Sacrifice. Well, I mean, before that we had JFK. Ask not what your country can do for you, or what you can do for your country. In that context, it is a idea of, well, if you do for your country, your country will do for you, eh. in a way. No, it's it's a shifting of perspective from gimme gimme to how can I help. True. But in that framework of how can I help in this system that will help me. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't think that was JFK's point. Maybe not. I think he was being genuine about the idea of serving your country. Ah. Uh, regardless of being it doing boy. anything for you? Yeah. I see. You're saying the blind girl is Charlie Chaplin's country? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, kind of. You did do a lot for her to see her prosper. Yep. But in that framework, though, country doesn't even know what you did for it. All the sacrifice you made, the years spent behind bars. Not months, but still. Oh, yeah. It's what, like nine months? Doesn't make you feel good about self-sacrifice. Well, context matters. Because self-sacrifice, yes, it can be a nice thing. I would much prefer to exist in a world where self-sacrifice is unnecessary because people's needs are met. Yeah. Whatever those may be. Mm -hmm. How much self-sacrifice did the uh, millionaire do? Well, we don't know how he made his millions. But he was sacrificing money. That was probably inherited, but... Well. I don't know. Maybe he was going to Europe on business, and it was very unclear. It did not seem like... Oh, yeah, he, he was just sailing at noon. Job. And, yeah. <laughs> um, his job was to get drunk and throw threaten suicide. And, yeah. And see, the tramp was selfless in all circumstances. Like, saw the guy Ultimately, yeah. about to kill himself and put himself at risk in order to save the guy's life. And... That's the main thing, is there's so much of this where he puts himself at risk for the sake of others, including yes. the boxing match, Yep. just to make the money for her, Yep. saving him from drowning, the whole robber situation. He kind of took the helm in that. Yeah. Once he was knocked unconscious, he called the police. And... Yep. But then you had the judgment of a haughty butler. Uh, Obviously it was this guy. Yeah, that butler was... Kiss ass. Well, that's kind of your job. <laughs> I know. I just, yeah. Your your job is as much to protect your boss from himself. You're as getting paid to sacrifice people. your life for your boss. Yeah. It's another level of self-sacrifice. But it's not because you're getting paid to... To it. You're also being paid to enable your boss in a lot of ways, too, mm -hmm. and it's, 
yeah, there's... <sighs> it's a bit of a situation. But overall, this movie's wonderful. Yes. If you would like to aid in our situation, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Cracker Classics. There's operations we could fund. Well, yeah, yeah. Surgical and otherwise. <laughs> Check out our website. CrackerClassics.com. And if you wish to claim that we know you when we were drunk, you can email us. CrackerClassics at Gmail. Yeah, I think that that about covers it. We will split the purse, so long as we throw the match. Just don't hurt me. Mm -hmm. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye.